All right, guys, welcome to this week's episode of Dinner of the Summer Fox. I'm your host, Cagney. Thanks for tuning in. Returning this week, we got Austin. What up? And Jacob. Hello, hello. All right. And this week, we're going to be talking about comic book TV shows. You know, the ones that we like, where, where we hope they go, so on and so forth. So, Jacob, if you want to start, what's a... TV show that's out now that you really think is good that you recommend to people? It's probably, uh, so the one I recommended to you guys a while back, uh, Doom Patrol, right now, it's, uh, I think it's on HBO Max, and it's just really, really good. It's, it's one of those, uh, I think we were talking earlier, like hidden characters that you guys really don't know. You know what I mean? Like, before people knew who Guardians of the Galaxy was, before they knew what's much about Suicide Squad, you know. So these guys are the same thing. And a lot of great characters, a lot of great actors. Uh, they portray uh, the characters very well. And just kind of fun to watch. Yeah, I, I'll chime in on that, actually. I really appreciate the recommendation because we've binge-watched it in a week, you know, at the house here. And... I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did, but I think what sets this show apart, especially for a comic book show, is the ridiculousness level. <laughs> like, some of the villains, like, we're all caught up, right? Everyone here is caught up? Uh, I'm caught up, except this week's episode. Okay, so the one that I think that did it for me, that I was like, okay, this is ridiculously, but it's awesome at the same time, is the Sex Man episode. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I can't. About. I think I laughed so hard, but I was loving every second of it where you have like, you know, the sex demons and like Flex, like, you know, setting off orgasms with his like, you know, pictorials and stuff like that and the sex ghost. And I was just like, okay, this is, this is great. I love this. This is like some, the most ridiculous thing ever, but I can't get enough of it. Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed um, this show as well. I binged it in like two days, maybe. Um, Jeez. <laughs> uh, uh, Alan Tudyk is uh, probably one of my favorite actors. So anything he's in, I'm usually for. And his his uh, Mister Nobody is yep. just fantastic. Like the maniacal, like. <laughs> crazy dude it's just awesome yeah and like i said this was frustrating for me especially like and i think it's getting me back into getting more comics again because it's been a while since i've actually bought one but the fact that i was watching the show and i knew so little about the characters and their universe and their little corner of the dc you know comics frustrated the hell out of me but i was like okay this is great i'm actually surprised i didn't know this you know and like you said, Austin, it was kind of like, you know, being you for a second. I was just like, okay, this is great. I got to know more about these guys. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, I don't read that much comics. I love comic book things, but uh, the actual the pictures. Yeah, I like, I like the pictures. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't grow up on comics, so I didn't really get into it until uh, these guys came into my life. So I'm playing a lot of catch up, but. I do like the pictures. Hey, at least you're trying. Yeah. Yep. The, the cool thing about the show too, like even if you don't read the comments and you just kind of want to watch the show, it's just, it, has, it literally has a little bit of everything for everyone. It does have that sci-fi. It does have good storyline. It 
I mean, it just touches on ridiculousness. Like, if you're a fan of Doctor Who, you'll like this because of all the different oh, yeah. crazy different people. If you're a fan of just comedy or if you're a fan of Deadpool breaking the fourth wall constantly, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's got dude. a little bit of everything for everyone. And I think that's why I really like uh, Alan Tudyk's portrayal because the like fourth wall breaking and like the meta ness of his narration in the first uh, season is just yeah, it's just amazing. Like yeah. season two, he starts. He's like, for those of you who are still here and like critics and Reddit trolls, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> well, there's even the family aspect in it too, you know. Yeah, like they touch a lot on like family aspects and like you know, the downside of having superpowers and, you know, what happens afterwards to the family and how it can affect them and things like that. I was really surprised with that part because a lot of people tend to stay away from that, especially in like movies and like live action things. I think it's hilarious that they casted uh, two pretty big actors to be not showing their face uh, (laughs) in this show. Uh, (laughs) being Brendan Fraser and Matt Boomer. Um, yeah. Like Matt Boomer is a very handsome man and they show his face like 5% of the time in flashbacks. Yeah. And Brendan Fraser is a huge name yep. and he's a robot, <laughs> you know? So. <laughs> I, I, and it's really surprising for me. I was kind of interested to see that they have cyborg in with this team, not only considering like they got, you know, robot man which is pretty much a close contact to him but you know the fact that they've had him in movies and things like that and he's one of the bigger known characters outside of you know the comics it was just an interesting choice for me but it, i really like the aesthetic of it having you know what they're what in the show they call a big time superhero with all the you know slumming it with this weirdo group yeah, I like um, I like Cyborg's portrayal of like trying to make it in a world of big names uh, like Aquaman and the Flash. You know, yeah. he's trying to make his name, and you know, he's known, but he's not. You know, he's not in the Justice League yet. He's right, right. Still, basically, like trying to beef up his resume to get in there. So, <laughs> exactly. I like that aspect of it. Yeah, I do think it's funny they name drop Batman every episode somehow. what's a, what's the show for you austin so uh one that i watched um it's been a while like it's been a while and i haven't even watched the newest season of it uh it's uh marvel runaways nice yeah yes i kind of forgot uh, about that one yeah 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 that was it. i just started watching it randomly and and i really enjoyed the story um i enjoyed all the different you know random power aspects and um the like secret cult uh kind of you know mystery aspect of it um yeah yeah no i think i think i agree with you that's one of the i feel like the the dynamic in the comic as far as the story goes with the kids being on the run like you said the runaways and not having like a big support system to fall back on because they are fighting their parents and things like that it's just a, a cool twist on the normal superhero story to me at least yeah have you watched that one Jacob yeah I did I watched uh, watched all of it and everything uh, I think it just showed up on Disney plus and I kind of ran through it 
Um, yeah, I liked it a lot. I, th- I think I like it because it's something that's different. You know, like I didn't really know. I I had a couple of runaways, so I kind of knew a little bit about it. But you know, I didn't realize. You know, like you said, they're they're kind of going against their parents, who are essentially kind of got trapped into a situation that they wouldn't expect them to be, but it is what it is type thing. And so they're they they pretend to be good, and their parents find out their parents are not good, and then. Well, how do you fight, you know, the teenagers? So, let's say just a typical storyline. And I did, like, later on in the seasons when they introduced another TV show characters, stuff like that. So, kind of try to intertwine them. Yeah. So, that was always cool, too. I, I kind of agree with you, Austin. I, I like the aspect of their abilities and their powers, how it's not like your typical things. And yeah, my, fa- my favorite was is Nico, like, with the staff. Like, because yeah. in, com- in the comics, uh, they touch on a little bit more, but how she can pretty much do anything with the spell casting, but she can't use the same word twice. Right. I and I th- pretty interesting. Yeah. I think they touched on that in the show, right? At a little point? bit. A little yeah. bit. But they, that was a pretty big handicap for her in the comics. So I think they kind of shied away from it a little bit more in the show. But like, if I say freeze, you know, I can never use the word freeze again to cast a spell, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You have to yeah. have a good vocabulary. Yeah. 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 You have to like, so she's always got her book in the dictionary. And then like, I think vision in the comics ends up helping her expand the vocabulary a little bit more, like with like Latin and, you know, and other languages and things like that. Oh Which yeah. That's I, thought cool. was, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. You I think know. in a TV show, she did it like once. And they only touched on it that one time. She tried to get to get to her mother. And yeah. she does it once, and then does it again. She's like, "Yeah, you apparently doesn't know much because you can't do that." Ha ha. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. The mother's obviously well, well more trained. Um, but they only did, yeah, they only touched on that like once in the show, and then kind of just moved on from it. Yeah. But I, I did enjoy it though. They probably realized, you know what, this is making it harder for the writers. So let's not talk about it ever again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes. yeah, we don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think I think overall it's good. I think they're done with the show right now, right? Or is it still in production? I think it's done. Um, yeah, I didn't see anything else because I was waiting to see something else pop up. Because I'm kind of in limbo as far as superhero shows of you know what to watch, which everyone is right now. Yeah, um, yeah. we're all kind of biting our teeth, waiting for some future stuff to come out. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I remember I, I called. It, that's the bad thing about streaming. You know, you, you blow through these things, and you're like, crap. Yeah. Now I gotta wait. You and know, then you for and then you forget about them. You have to binge it all before the next season comes out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Now. Yep. Well, for well, me, I like a lot of these guys. Uh, I'm pretty sure HBO Max does, and I think Netflix does it too. Like they'll have a thing where you can go and like and it recaps everything for you. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They just help out a lot because yeah, you're right. Sometimes it's been like a, a year and a half, two years between seasons. You're like. I don't remember who was where, when was what. I don't remember what I ate yesterday. So, and there's so <laughs> much, there's so much content. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for me, I'd say Umbrella Academy is probably the the best show I've seen recently, at least. And I say that in the last year, as far as comic book shows go. Because, I mean, well, aside from the Doom Patrol before it, the, that show come out, it was definitely the weirdest superheroes you ever heard of and even then like if you the group wouldn't even like to be called that which i think is kind of ironic yeah but i mean like the power sets for these guys is what kind of got me really interested in the comic 
and the fact that you know Gerard Way writes the thing with the you know Fabio Moon and Gabriel Ba, like two of my favorite artists. It's just, you know, it's just kind of like Doom Patrol and off the wallsness, and <laughs> it's just, I don't know, it's so entertaining, and the fact that they're a family, so to speak, and been raised since kids, and this is all they've known, and that that bickering aspect like you have with siblings like that and the fact that you have powers and I don't know it was very interesting to me yeah it's it's so good I'm currently on a rewatch now and you know I you know I forgot how good it was um like I could talk about a thousand things of it um like you have the Brady Bunch um love interest kind of deal with uh Luther and Allison and Mm -hmm. um like number five is just like he's so good that kid the actor they got to pick him like it's so he's so good because he plays an old man yep so well and uh klaus is probably my favorite character (laughs) uh just because he's so off the wall and the fact that you know he hangs out with his dead brother all the time is awesome (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I like the actor they picked to play him, Ben, too. Yeah, Klaus is definitely my favorite, man. Just just the eccentric, you know, nature of that of his character. Like, the dude himself is also like that. But just, like, him playing, you know, that character is just... I can't think of a more perfect fit for a casting. Yeah, I'd agree. He's, he's probably my favorite, too. And I always hate, you know, because, like, first of all, any kids that are listening, drugs are bad. Yeah. yeah, these TV shows they cast these actors who play like basically drug addicts. The same thing with like Fear the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite character is you know the drug addicted brother. <laughs> <laughs> he was like my favorite character for so long, you know. And like and like you want these guys to be like the good guys and they power through it and everything else. But then of course they always just kind of come back to drugs and and rock and roll and so. But yeah, he's he's definitely my favorite character too. <laughs> yeah, and you know, with Klaus in in the show, you know, they kind of explain it like he hears dead people, and so like that has tormented his entire life, and he's trying to drown that out. Not saying yeah. that you know there's a good reason to do drugs, but I mean that's a pretty good reason to do drugs. Speaking of which, my favorite episode. I'm just going to touch this real quick. Is when Luther goes off the rails and does drugs and is in that club and they're like, are you oh, a furry? Yeah. And then he wakes up the next day and Klaus is like, oh, you lost your flower. You had to marry her. I, I, <laughs> I lost it, dude. That was so funny to me. That was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the genuine affection that like, all this casting has for each other. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, you can tell. It, it, it spills over into the show. Yeah, I think that like if you really think about it, the three that we've kind of came up with just off the bat, it's taking that old school TV style of just interesting characters that are in a group. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. That's, that's basically what these guys have realized. They're like, we need to find these groups of comical characters who are very interesting, unique characters that make a good group because that's going to make a good TV show. You think about all the funny TV shows we like to watch, right? Park and Rec, um, Office. It's all like yeah it's an ensemble. Has a, ensemble yeah exactly yeah, it's an ensemble that's what it takes to make it's almost a guaranteed hit yeah yeah you know absolutely. If, they keep, if they keep doing that you almost have a guaranteed hit every would, single time 
which is why with shows like um, CW Green Arrow and The Flash and all that, you know, they assemble a team around these characters because you have to have that ensemble. You can't just watch The Flash run around for yeah. 42 minutes every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, and that's the thing is too, is like you have to have that chemistry nowadays. And if you don't, it's ultimately doomed to fail. Yeah. Right. You know, but it's, it's, I'd say it's 50% that and then 50% the story, the writers. Like it depends. The story matters so much nowadays too. You have to be able to hook an audience, and you got to give yeah. like the the actors and the characters something to build off of. And if you don't, same thing. It's going to be it's going to sink before it even gets out of the harbor. Yeah, I mean that goes back to having so much content. Like people don't have to watch. You know, if they don't, if they're not interested. They're not going to watch. Yeah, and I think that's another thing too. Because like if you look at the credits of these things like that, like with Umbrella Academy, with Doom Patrol. Like these writers that write the comics and like, cause the Doom Patrol has been around since the sixties, like 63, I think is when they first comic came out. They were like first introduced. That's like 50 years or more to almost to like touch back on. And there's so much history there. And the same thing with like, you know, Umbrella Academy, all the guys that do the comics are in and like pro- help produce that thing. And they're like constantly doing touch-ups on sc- like on the deck while they're filming these things like, Oh no, let's change this. It's going to be better. Like, and it works. It works so well. And I think you just have to have that. And if you don't, it's not going to be as good. Yeah, that's for sure. That's uh, I said, the thing that's just what people are expecting better storylines nowadays that, you know, like back in the day, like, Oh, I just want to see a superhero on a TV screen in real life, not cartoon. Yeah. And right. now it's like now we now we have that so much, we're like, okay, but we actually want Give me the content. Good, yeah, good good content, good writing. Because then you get people who maybe aren't necessarily comic book <clears throat> fans, but they enjoy a good story. You know, right. I mean? um and I think te- television is slowly adapting that idea. Yeah. Which I, comic book world. Which I think uh, to their credit, that's why they're pulling out these like kind of lesser known stories because i feel like you can get people in because they feel like there's not so much barrier to entry because it's like sometimes if you go see a you know a major character's film you're like oh what like backstory am i missing you know oh these guys you know they kind of have to lay it all on the line and tell the story on the screen because they're lesser known you know yeah well they have the time to do it and that's the thing that's what develops the character more you actually start caring more and engaging more with the characters, you know, because you have the time to get to know them and see how they react to more situations and, you know, the battles that they have and how it takes a toll on everything, you know? Yeah. I think that's what ultimately makes it a little bit better. Yeah. I, I, I think that uh, series, TV series or streaming series, whatever you want to call them now, are definitely the future of telling comic book stories um, because you have that serial aspect the same way you have serial aspect in comic books, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. You can build on the storylines and you can have yeah. multiple storylines as opposed to like, you know, a movie where you have to potentially mash up, you know, two to four or more storylines and take pieces of what you want to be able to fit into a two or three hour movie. Right, you know, you can't you can't put as much love into it. But all right, next thing. 
So, Jacob, what's a what's a coming up show that has not come out yet that you were excited about? Uh, let's see, coming up show. So, I mean, I'm I'm right now. I'm super excited about uh, Boys too, but that's already had the season one. I think the uh, it's like called Power. It's got a. Um, Are you talking about the one with um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Yeah. I recently I saw that. Movie, that's a movie. Right? That's a movie. Yeah. That's a movie that's coming out. Yeah. If it's um, what I think it is, it's loosely loosely based off of a comic where you can get powers from right, the government. Right. Appeal, but you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. So I'm kind of I'm really, I just seen that, so that's why it was fresh in my head. But yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I'm just kind of excited about the boys right now. I've seen that trailer. That's all I can Yeah. I was going to say like the teaser looks insane. If that can be said, like even more so than the first season. I have yeah. not watched the. Um, the teaser yet so I need to check that out yeah there's there's a teaser there's like a 40 second teaser and there's like a two minute trailer that mm-hmm. actually shows a lot more into it but yeah it's I, I agree with him man that's I think it comes out September um, that show is so, is so good um, <laughs> it's sad and, we didn't mention it but yeah 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 I mean it's still good I mean no, no yeah. one's doubting no one's discounting that this is just our personal favorites we yeah. all can not deny that the boys was awesome but season two i think they're gonna do it bigger and better now that they actually know like hey that we can make this work being super you know mature with the fucking content so let's push it yeah and i think like the different levels of like maturity you get in these shows is awesome because i'll watch them all like no matter what but yeah like if you got a more you know you want to appeal to more of adult, like you there as the audience for that now. So, yeah. Cause they don't have to be on TV. <laughs> and like you were saying, I think that's what appeals about streaming services is that, Hey, we can put whatever the hell we want on here. Cause this is our baby. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to adhere to like cable television standards and kind of, you know, dime it down a little bit, but we can do whatever the hell we want. So, I don't know. What about you, Austin? Um, so, I am looking forward to, and I don't know what the, they released besides just announcing that it's a thing, uh, but they announced that Disney Plus is going to be doing a Percy Jackson series. Ooh, really? Uh, I, know it, I know it's not comics, but it's books. And yeah, it's, it's, it's pop culture, yeah. Yeah, I uh, am very excited because I read all those books and... Uh, was very disappointed in the second movie and, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the fact that they're trying again is just, is, is awesome to me. And they got uh, Rick Royden. I think that's how you say his last Re- name. Reardon. Reardon uh, yeah. on to like script supervise and all this stuff. And nice. he's going to be closely involved with the yeah. content. So I'm very excited about that. Um, but hey guys, don't fuck up this thing twice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, I agree. I think this like Percy Jackson series because there's there's so many books in that series. There's at least a dozen, right? Yeah, it's like a, that. Like uh, it's a whole, so, it's a whole so, bunch. So Rick has, uh, Rorden has wrote a lot of books, but the main Percy Jackson story is only five books, right? But there's other books in the universe. Okay, okay. Because yeah. I remember seeing something about that. There was like. Uh, because it's like starts off with the Greek, which is like Percy Jackson and things like that, and then I think there's like a uh, 
there's a, a Roman one, I think, after that or something like that. It's a different Pathion, but it's yeah, kind yeah, of the it, same. Yeah. Yeah. But no, the, I thought those books were good, but I think they're going to translate way better into a TV show. Oh, man. Just because of um, like, all the content that they have in those books is like insane. So they like, you know, a movie is like impossible. Yeah. And it, and it was. And I think, um, I don't know what happened with the second movie. I don't know if they were like, uh, yeah, you're not getting a third movie. And so they just crammed <laughs> what they could in. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely excited to see that, uh, especially on Disney Plus after doing so well with like the Mandalorian and you know, all these oh, series yeah. that are coming out on there. It's like, yeah, I'm pretty stoked have, about that. Yeah. Plus they have the funds to pour into it to make it what it should be. Right. So, yeah, no, I completely agree. And that was actually a really good book too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. So for me, you know, diehard Batman fan to the day I die, but one of my favorite comic books is, uh, um, GCPD. You guys ever read that? Mm-hmm. Pro- prob- yeah. Probably, uh, maybe not. I know Austin probably hasn't heard of this one. I haven't. No. Yeah. So everybody knows Batman has, you know, his own thing, and he operates, you know, in his code and his night and things like that. Um, sorry, Gotham Central is the name of the comic book. Sorry. Okay. But it it, it takes place on the day shift and night shift of the GCPD that operates in Gotham city, you know, the day in and day outs of like the police that work in the shadow of the bat in a city that thinks they're incompetent and they don't really get anything done because they have to depend on a vigilante, but well, that's just, oh, dude, but they're actually HBO max, I think is developing a series about it coming out. It's supposed to coincide with about the same time as the new Batman movie. I don't know if it takes place in the same universe like this of the movie, but I think it does because the same guy that's going to be Commissioner Gordon is supposed to replenish his role in the TV series. But like this, this comic won so many awards and was not only visually striking, but the stories of these guys, you know, because no one thinks about like, well, how do regular cops deal with like a bank robbery that, you know, fucking Mr. Freeze is at, you know, how are we supposed to fight that? And it kind of goes into that and the challenges that come with operating in a world that has supervillains and, you know, regular like bank robbers that have like fucking ray guns and shit like that. You know, people don't think about that. And it was a very refreshing take on like, hey, how do regular people get by in a world full of people that can knock down buildings and like, you know, fly in the sky? Yeah, that's cool. I had heard yeah. about the series coming out. Um, yeah. So I, I th- just wasn't aware of the comic. Oh, yeah. I'll have to let you borrow it. There's, I think, five or six volumes, but it's it's really good. Like, the story of these guys and having to deal with the regular day-to-day stuff and the daylight, it's crazy. Super crazy. But, yeah, I can see that. I mean, Gotham was a hit, and that was kind of touching on that, that storyline. You know, I mean, it was about, like, Bruce Wayne growing up and all that stuff, but then the other main character was, you know, a young Gordon, so... Mm-hmm. And, and then you got to kind of meet Harvey. And so I can see how that would definitely be successful. Cause like I said, Gotham was a pretty good, successful yeah. show. So, and, and the, and the lore of just the bat, the Batman universe alone, like all these different, like good guys, bad guys, those, that gray area in between to be able to draw all that in the series and stretch it out. If you do the, if you do it correctly, do the possibility, yeah. the possibilities are endless. I, I can't, yeah. I can't wait. 
I mean, I've said since day one that, you know, Batman's not my favorite superhero because, you know, I like my heroes to be super. But, <laughs> uh, but he's definitely hands down, as far as like the big name comics, uh, book superheroes, he has the best storylines. He has the best characters, like, hands down, you know. And, I'm, and that's, you take that and you include like the, the standalone Joker series that's been put out, Joker books. Like, I consider that all to be part of the Batman universe. So, hands down, he has the best. And like I said, uh, I'm glad that they do some stuff on TV because it seems like everyone wants to go straight to movies when it comes to Batman. But it's like, dude, you can make shows out of this stuff and it would last much longer, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, now let's get into fantasy series. So... For those that are listening, this is anything that, you know, is coming out or anything that has been talked about. This is just each of us personally, what we wish that they would make or that we can fantasize about people making in the future. So, Austin, you want to go first on this one? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) All Screw it. I'll go first this time. So, I don't know how deep you guys are into the lore of the comics, but obviously everyone knows who Nick Fury is, right? Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in the comics, he gets disavowed from Shield essentially, and but obviously Nick Fury, you know, knows all the little dark secrets of the in Marvel universe inside the comics and everything else. So he goes about putting together this secret Black Ops team that you know ends up becoming his you know extension of himself to be able to. Uh, you know, deal things in the darkness, but they're called the secret warriors. And I want to say they've done a cartoon series on this, but it's, it's people that you wouldn't think about, you know, recruiting. So like the son or the grandson of a famous villain or you know, somebody that got powers that, you know, might've lost track of like little people like that, that aren't name brand heroes or villains, but, if you recruit them and point them to a purpose, they wind up doing a really cool job. But it ends up becoming some like a team that he operates completely himself in the shadows that takes out problems before they become problems, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So instead of firemen, they're hunters. You know, they're not there to put out the fires like, you know, the Avengers would. They're there to like take out a problem before it becomes one. And I think that would be kind of cool to see, you know, in a series, especially, you know, because they're secret agents, but they're also superheroes. So they kind of have the problems of both. And I think that would be kind of cool to see in the series, you know, instead of like a movie or something like that, that's very short, you know, where you could just keep going with this thing. And, you know, it could be like the MI6 show or something like that, you know, that went on for seasons. I mean, I'd, I'd watch it. kind of like a little similar to like agents of shield but like yeah, more but, focused on nick fury and his yeah like him directly because i mean i think yeah. that's what ultimately because like i'm not saying it was a bad show i just feel like they could have done a lot more with the source material they had and you know also put more people in there that have like abilities and shit because that's the whole reason people want to watch these things is because i mean this guy's got yeah. this guy can like breathe fire or some shit like that or you know, something like that, but 
like regular secret agents, you know, it's been done. So why not make it, take it up a notch? Yeah. You know, no. what about you, Jacob? All right. So mine is, cause I always think, you know, of course we're all living in this fantasy world where we're like, Oh, one day I'll be eating coffee or drinking coffee. And someone's like, you know what? You'd be perfect for my TV show. So a character, <laughs> a character <laughs> that I, I, I got into, cause he was just kind of like a, you know, a, a C-list a celebrity in the universe, but he got introduced during a uh, Batman, Supergirl, Superman kind of one of those storylines. But he goes by the name Resurrection Man. Yes, and I think on T- I think he's not a movie, but a TV show. Easily seven to ten seasons. I think it would be great. Um, so f- for people who don't know, Resurrection Man simply his. <laughs> His superpower is he gets a new superpower every time he gets killed. Oh. So, so he can die. Yeah. So you, you, yeah. you can't die, first of all. But when he does get killed, you know, when he does die, he gets resurrected and he gets resurrected with a new superpower. So it kind of reminds me of that old TV show Quantum Leap. You know, he's out there trying yep. to do good. And then once he does do good, it's a whole new storyline. Like, and Quantum Leap was one of my favorite shows back in the day. It's an old, old show. Yeah, um, but it was like almost every episode was a different storyline type thing, and he's just so same thing. He he kind of he's I think he might be a detective, if I'm correct, but you know, um, he was part of the New Fifty Two, so you can go out there and see how stuff. Like I said, the first storyline was, and the reason why I introduced to him, it was uh, Superman had to stop Supergirl from killing him. She just kept killing him and killing him. She would throw him in front of a train. She would shoot him into the sun. She kept killing him. <laughs> and the reason why she was killing him was because she met a little boy who had cancer and was dying of cancer. So she was trying to kill him until he got healed by some kind of power, you know, that would stop this little boy from dying. Superman, you know, kind of took Supergirl's side. Like, hey, you can't do this. This isn't what we do. And she was trying to explain. It's like, listen, that's the first thing you have to learn about being a superhero is you can't save everyone, you know? And so that was the first time I got introduced to Resurrection Man. And then I reached into like his actual storylines and everything else. And he's got some really good storylines. And I just think that's like one of the coolest powers ever. You know what I mean? No yeah. one would ever think like, well, for my superpowers, I want to be able to never die. And when I do die, I come back with a different superpower every time. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you think about it too, like if you get the one superpower you really, really like, you're like, yeah, this is awesome. And then he, the power of flight or something you really like it and the next thing you know you're like oh crap it's ran to a plane now i got one that i i turned like stuff into like forest you're like crap i don't want this one. So you, go, <laughs> you can go and kill yourself so you can get something else you know like like i just think he's a really good character that i think a tv show based on him and his storylines uh i think for a standalone guy would probably do really really well yeah that'd be interesting to see definitely yeah, I definitely I recommend you guys reading some of the comic books too. If you have, but they're it's just an interesting like who thought of that? You know what I mean? No one in a million years nowadays would think of something like that, but someone did, and it was DC. So I'm sure Marvel's going to come out with one in a couple of years. We'll see. Burn. <laughs> what about you, Austin? So, uh, like I said, I'm not very versed in comics so really nothing really came to mind but i am a very avid disney like walt disney world uh visitor 
uh, me and my wife are annual pass holders. And I uh, thought Whoa. popped in my thought popped in my mind. Uh, so they're making the so my favorite attraction at uh, Disney World is the Jungle Cruise, um, and it's this just random boat ride around this loop. But the uh, <laughs> the person that's guiding you tells puns the entire time, and it's hilarious because I love puns. And they're making a movie of it uh, with The Rock and Emily Blunt. It's coming out like next year, I think now, but I would, I was just thinking like, it would be hilarious to do like a, like office style, like mockumentary workplace of just these skippers at work and having to take like, uh, like a behind the scenes kind of series. Yeah. Like taking people on tours and like, I just think that would be uh funny kind of like, yeah, behind the scenes kind of things like workplace style um, mockumentary. I yeah, I can see that. Hmm. I think yeah, that would, I, I think that could actually work. Yeah, never thought about that. It would be hilarious to do it like set in New Zealand or something because New Zealand comedy is just like hilarious. Oh, that, that black to me. humor kind of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's so funny. Um, like. There was a show, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like based on like Nor- Norse gods. Like these characters are like Norse gods reborn. And it's just, it's like a comedy show. And like the main character is like the resurrection of like Odin. Yeah. And um, it's it's so funny. I can't even remember the name of it. Let's tell me because I, I would watch that. The Almighty Johnsons. I think it's on Netflix. Uh, that's where I, I watched I've, it. I want to say I've seen that scroll across somewhere, but yeah, that would actually be pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to throw out an honorable. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm going to throw out an honorable mention here. And I just thought about this and I don't know why I didn't use this as my one, but Jonah Hex, like a Western style superhero show like that. But what you know, obviously he doesn't have superpowers. I feel like would be a pretty good one to do. I like that. Yeah. Something that hasn't really been done before. It's like what were superheroes or what was this the DC universe like in the old West, like in the eighteen hundreds, you know? It could be like a whole whole nother part of the universe to look into that no one's ever thought about before, except in the comics. I mean, who doesn't love a good western? Yeah. I like that. So, yeah. Any other honorable uh, mentions, guys? I had an honorable mention for series, uh, the show um, Legion. Yes, I like that show. I really yeah. like that show. Uh, me it too. Was, uh, oh, it was so, yeah. It's very good. Um, it, and Doom Patrol reminded me a lot of the show. Like, yeah. Just kind of the trippy, like, kind of you know off the wall kind of yeah messes with your yeah, mind yeah. especially especially jane jane's character reminds me a lot because they're very similar but yeah well i was really sad to hear about swamp thing as well but i think i had just started watching like that first episode like the day before they announced that it was already canceled and i was like what the are you fucking kidding me mm. yeah. yeah i heard rumors that hbo max is thinking about picking it up again I hope so, man. I was really yeah. bummed about about that one and Constantine. 
Yeah. Like, was Swamp Thing was on that was on the DC the, streaming. The DC streaming, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like Doom Patrol started off on DC streaming as well. I think it did. I, they did, they did, yeah. I, that's what I felt like. And I feel like uh I feel like if HBO Max is smart, they're gonna keep doing that. Because you know, Netflix has the, the Marvels and yeah and the, some of the Arrowverse CW stuff and then I, I think the, they partnered. Disney has all the Marvel stuff, so um Cause I kind of like to, I'd like to see some more of that Teen Titan stuff like that. You yeah. know, I think uh, those guys should probably partner up a little bit, and, and well, I HBO think, Max will find a big bump in their ratings for stuff like that. I'm pretty sure if you look on HBO Max, there's a DC, there's a DC section, like a whole subsection in there because they have yeah. partnered, they have partnered up to help with like funding and things like that. Because you know, DC but I it, think is a Warner Brothers thing, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. That sounds right. That sounds about right. That's I think so. They've got the friends deal and everything else. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. All the partnerships and stuff. Uh, but I don't think they have everything on. No, they don't have everything on there, but they've got like all the old stuff, like a lot of the animated shows and uh, movies. They got some of the like. Um, I wish they would put Young Justice on there. That was my Oh, game. man. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Or just the, the whole Batman animated series, like the old, the old school Justice League, like cartoons, all that stuff. Yeah, I would still, I would still watch those. But you got any honorable mentions, Jacob? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, honestly. So before I, I really wanted to drop the Resurrection Man because, like, I, I seriously believe, true to heart, that that's going to be that would be a great TV show. But another one is if somehow, like, you were able to get like give the people what they want and have Justin Gordon Levitt maybe come back. And oh. do like a night, do a Nightwing series. Oh shit! Like Set after the bat, bat in the Nolanverse. Yeah, you know what I mean. Have him play Nightwing. Uh, skip the whole Robin thing. Go straight into Nightwing. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe I maybe do a time jump where it's like you know Batman's still gone, but now I'm here, and I'm the protector. You know. Uh, I think that would be a pretty good series too. Yeah, that Dude. would be a dream. Like. I think more so than anything else I've ever researched that there's more fan fiction for that continuing and going into like detail about other shit than anything else I've ever read. Probably. Like, oh yeah. 100%. So many people have wrote written stuff about that and where they think it would go. So yeah. another, another thing that popped in my mind was uh, at the end of this last uh, CW crossover that they did, they did a uh, crisis on infinite earths. I think yeah. the name of their crossover, mm-hmm. you see all the different uh, DC words. Yeah. yeah. Like you see doom patrol and you see swamp thing and you see uh, the green lantern corpse and like, so, and I think, you know, I don't know if they're developing, but they definitely hinted at John Diggle from arrow becoming green lantern. So yeah. a green lantern series with John Diggle would be good or just period. You know, They're good. developing one. HBO Max is developing a Green Lantern series, a Green Lantern core series. Okay, cool. Yep, a live action one. Better for that, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Because um, there's only, it's only like a little bit of rumor so far, but it's, it is confirmed, but it's going to be a few years before the series actually comes out. Yeah. So, but that should be definitely really cool because i mean there's what 3200 sectors i think something like that there's like they they they've broken it down into like 3200 sectors in the universe or the galaxy mm-hmm. or whatever you want to say it 
And I mean, you just, you take a quarter of that and that's, I mean, that alone, all the planets, yeah. all the different members, all their different abilities on top of having a ring, like the possibilities are literally endless. I think it's going to be exciting. Anything else? Oh man, I mean, there's a there's a lot of characters that I would like to see yeah. betrayed, and I think there's a lot of characters like you know maybe they're not movie, but and I I enjoy a good movie, but man, honestly, like sometimes the series are just so much more fun. So, well, I feel uh, like that's the direction things are going nowadays because, like we were saying earlier, you can put more into it. And you can take your time, and it doesn't have to be rushed. And you can give it just as much love as you would a movie, but you can like deal, dwell more into the characters. And I think it turns out much better when you do that, when you give it yeah. much more attention. You know, when you don't rush it, and you have the ability to put more into it. You know, because people yeah, people sure. want that nowadays. You know, they don't just want like want it rushed. I think that's what hurt the Justice League movie so much. It was so rushed, like we were talking about in the last episode. But, I don't know, because, like, I can't think of any character in a comic book that doesn't have a, a big following and that people don't feel super passionate about, you know, especially the older characters. So, like, the longer you go back, the more history they have. I mean, and when you can't give it that due that it's owed, people get upset. People get real, people get real big, big mad. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I'm excited about a lot of these series, pretty much all of them. So, probably gonna one dropping like a hundred bucks, like you were saying, Jacob, on all the streaming services instead of having cable. <laughs> but I don't know. I think that's about it, though. Unless you guys got anything else, it's a great time to be a. Uh... To be a nerd. <laughs> I couldn't oh, agree I more. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. But as always, thanks you guys for listening. We're now on YouTube, so go subscribe, drop us a like, leave a comment on anything you like guys like to hear in the future. As always, we've had Austin with us. Good to see you. Jacob. Yes. Good time. Good time. Yep. Appreciate you guys. Thanks.